Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Great to have you with us today on the show. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews. Best selection of beer anywhere. Water, wine coolers, soft drinks, snacks. They roast the peanuts fresh and hot every day. The bags are right there at the register. Pickle bar, all together now, is second to none. Love the barrels, love the dills, all at Brewers, Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury. The beverage supermarket. I am in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in beautiful downtown Hummel's Wharf, where the suit could be king. You don't seem to believe that. I don't understand why you don't, but I believe it, 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 it to be true. I'm slowly coming around to that prospect. Very slowly. All right. Now, tonight... Uh we got NBA tonight. Was it Celtics and Wizards are tonight? That is correct. Thanks. And also you got Anaheim, Nashville, and the NHL, the Western side, will start tonight. And uh, yeah. Pens and Sens tomorrow night. Ooh. That's terrific. Well, it's fun having a local team in there, don't you think? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it puts a little more juice into the old... Uh, into the old playoff by getting another team into the next round. And, yeah. So it does all that and more. I mean, that's great. Uh, my brother's coming on bottom of the hour after his stunning news last week. But we came up now. Now there was one problem with with him announcing that he was going to get married. Right? The big problem was is that you and I already committed our gifts to Suit Light for his graduation. <laughs> <laughs> we hit our quota already. <laughs> so we're just going to have to somehow subtly suggest to him that we need two more. <laughs> I was talking earlier about, hey, look, uh, did the Big Ten, I thought maybe they missed their window. Uh, and uh, and I, I was concerned that they had done that, that they had missed their window of getting the big money. And I remember as, as each month went by, I was wondering if it was slipping away. Now, the one area where I was encouraged for the Big Ten, and you know, I'm not thinking about, look, when I'm talking about revenue from TV, 
I am not thinking about football and basketball. Football and basketball are going to be up no, out no matter what. I keep thinking about all the other sports. You know, men's ice hockey does make some profit, but that's it. I know there's some perception that wrestling makes money and because they sell out, but no. No. Are they closer to doing it? Yes. Are they close in reality? No. I'm thinking about all the other sports, not just getting on TV, but the money for them. I mean, that's what I'm thinking about. I mean, that's where the TV contract comes into play. The TV contract comes into play along with your radio contract. And as I mentioned a couple times in the show, the radio contract for Penn State is not a buck ninety-five. Okay, it's a little bit more than that. And when you actually go through the revenues versus the expenditures of everything. you'll see that the numbers end up when it's all said and done among all 31 sports to be pretty close in the the neighborhood of revenue versus expenditure. Now, with the TV contract, which has been gradually going up, I I think it's going to make a $10 to $12 million. I mean, all the revenues combined, it's going to make like a $10 to $12 million jump per year. That's huge. But the expenses are big too. As John now, John says, you know, paying players, paying players is a very slippery slope. Uh, it's in college, very slippery. You're already each one of them gets the same scholarship to begin with. Uh, now, an out-of-state one, you have to pay the out-of-state rate, in-state play the in-state rate. If it turns out that for whatever reason you happen to have a player who uh, his parents work at the school, then the, the discount applies. It's just whatever the scholarship for that particular individual would cost. So Saquon Barkley's scholarship is less money than Trace McSorley's scholarship. Why? Because Trace McSorley's from Virginia. Saquon Barkley's an in-state kid. So he had to pay the in-state rate as opposed to the out-of-state rate. And when he talks about paying players, you're going to tell every time that this argument is brought up, they always do the simplistic part, which is always the easy part. I always understand that the simplistic part is the easy part. I always got that part. But you can't sit here and do these shows or write columns always doing easy. You've got to think deeper than that. Hey, this is not about, let's just pick somebody who just got picked in the NFL. This is not about, look at all the people Leonard Fournette brings into LSU to watch games. Look at what Leonard Fournette does. He brings all these people in. Okay, what about scholarships 40 through 85? Okay, what about scholarships 25 through 85? What are they doing to bring in revenue? It's easy to sit there and say, look at what Deshaun Watson did for Clemson. All right, then, okay, then Deshaun Watson, I mean, he's, he's, he's not getting paid. 
Okay, but what should the salary scale be for scholarships 25 through 85, those 60? They're not having the same, quote, impact as Deshaun Watson is. What do you do? Have a, does everybody get the same amount? Do you have a scale? How do you do it? And also, the fact is that it is devalued what a scholarship and what a college education is, and they have devalued. And, and, and what strikes me is that some of the people that either say this on the radio or write columns, most of them don't have kids that have gone to college yet. And they don't know how much you have to pay for college, room, board, food, you know, tuition, and how it all adds up. And in reality, that's real money. That's real money. And then what percentage of people leave college in debt and have to pay it back? And how many years do they have to pay back their debt? How many years? Meanwhile, a student-athlete, if they've managed life correctly and haven't done something really stupid, should leave college with a degree in debt-free. They're already ahead of the game by leaving college with a degree and debt-free. And that's something that's not taken into account often. And John brought that up. I mean, will you know, will they be paying players? And I don't think they will be. I do not think they will be playing. But every time the argument's brought up, it's always the simplistic. Look what Deshaun Watson. I mean, Deshaun Watson. Look at all, all the money he's brought in for Clemson. He should be getting paid. Yeah, okay, but you, if you're going to do this, I mean, scholarships 25 through 85, I have to pay them too, you know. And while each one has a great impact on the preparation of a team to get ready for a game, they have also their role within the game, they don't quite have the same impact Deshaun Watson does. So does Watson as the quarterback, should he have received more money than the third-string Offensive tackle who's on scholarship as a redshirt freshman in his second year of the program. You got to think of all these various scenarios when you talk about this, which then brings us back to the TV contract. Look, the cash cow has been there and has been rolling along. The college football playoff is $608 million a year. There is no question that Penn State has reaped the benefits of the college football playoff and the Big Ten. Last year in the college football playoff, which is the New Year's Six, you had Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Penn State. You had four spots, one-third of them, belonged to Big Ten teams. Four spots. And those four New Year's Six spots bring in exponentially more money than the Citrus Bowl does. Each one of them does. So the Big Ten, in terms of getting four schools into the New Year's Six, Penn State, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Michigan, earned the Big Ten a bundle of bowl money that they they wouldn't have ever thought of ten years ago. So the money has been there across the board. Now here's the fear. Even though the economy appears to be on this great 
upturn and appears to be surging. Unemployment's down to 4.4%. Uh, fewer and fewer people are putting in for, uh, for unemployment each month. I mean, it sounds like, you know, it sounds like manufacturing's starting to get going again. There are a couple things cooking at the moment. May not be all the way there yet, but it seems like they're cooking for the moment. The oddity is, is that during the economic downturn, TV rights were thriving. Now, where it appears other other sectors start are starting to thrive a bit, the TV numbers aren't. And when the Big Ten negotiates again in five years, it's a six-year deal. So in five years, when they start negotiating again, what's the contract look like? The NFL, I believe, is going to get its money no matter what. Major League Baseball may not get its money like they're getting now. And then we'll see what the Big Ten gets. Because the Big Ten does have market power. Chicago, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Washington, Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Minneapolis, Milwaukee, Madison, Omaha. I mean, you know, through Des Moines. I mean, they've got they've got the largest media markets and the biggest of big markets in the country. They've got the number one, number three, and number five and number eight TV markets all within the footprint. But is it enough to get them enough money the next time through? And what about all the spending that we're seeing right now? Obviously, you're going to have to raise money to do things. But will you still have the money in the TV contracts that you're getting now? Feel the Big Ten, thanks to having the Fox influence there, maxed out the deal that it got. Could they have received a little more money when everybody else was negotiating? Maybe. But I think they did as well in this contract as they could have. The next one, what's cord cutting like? What are bundles like? How much are they charging for your cable? How many people have dropped it? What will the landscape look like? Where do you turn to? Is there a digital service? Can you get money from the digital service, from streaming, things like that? All unanswered questions because in 2017, we're having different conversations than we did about this subject than in 2012. What will the conversation be like in 2022? We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. True refreshment can come in many forms. But it can only be found in one place, the Beverage Supermarket. Brewer's Outlet in Sunbury. Along with their great selection of beer, including imports and microbrews, they have lots of water, soda, fresh roasted peanuts, and an unbelievable variety of pickles at the pickle bar. Look for great deals on wine coolers and your favorite snacks, too. Get true refreshment all in one place. The Beverage Supermarket. Brewer's Outlet in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia is doing it again. Putting the beach within your reach with the Summers on Us sales event. We want to see you in a Kia. 
back again this May. Buy a new in-stock 2017 Optima Forte or Soul and pay nothing for the summer. That's right, not a zilch, nothing. In fact, your first payment won't be due until October. And 2017 Serenos start at just $24,973. With Kia taking care of your first two payments and 90 days deferred payments, you get up to five months before your first payment is due. But that's not all. You'll also get 0% financing for up to 66 months. And with Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty, we're talking a worry-free ride to your vacation destination and no payments to make. It's the Summers on Us sales event at Sun Mary Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. SMC, selling more cars and sticking more cash into your vacation fund. Tax, tax, extra. 0% APR financing to all qualified customers through PAMF. Restrictions apply. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. For details, see retailer or go to Kia.com. Penn State in its Power 5 spot is scheduled out through 2025. And, of course, naturally in the western part of the state when uh, they had Q&As, Sandy Barber, especially in Altoona, was asked about um, about Pitt. And every time you're in Altoona, it's always brought up. I mean, for whatever, for whatever reason, the Penn State-Pitt thing in Altoona seems to come up all the time. And, you know, it's 25 years now Penn State's been in the Big Ten. This is the 25th season of Big Ten football for Penn State. 25th season of Big Ten football. Okay, the rivals are now, you've got to beat Ohio State. You've got to beat Michigan. You've got to beat Michigan State. You have to beat Maryland. You have to beat Rutgers. You have to beat Indiana. That's who you have to beat. And a win over Ohio State reverberates nationally. A win over Michigan reverberates nationally. I mean, Pitt beat Penn State last year. Did it reverberate nationally? I mean, those are the teams Penn State has to beat, and that's the way it is. Look, the bottom line is, it's always been easy to target Penn State as, quote, the bad guy as to how this series broke up. Well, that's not the case. The fact that Pitt misjudged the marketplace and misjudged the big picture is where it fell apart. Hey, Joe Paterno was deeply involved in the College Football Association. He was deeply involved with Chuck Ninus. And they saw what was happening with the Oklahoma-Georgia lawsuit dealing with television and the antitrust suit. And they saw that there was going to be a window of opportunity that was going to explode college football on TV. And they understood that that's where the money was going to be made in college football, that you were going to make money in college basketball, but you were going to make significant dough when it came to college football. Now, probably helped that Penn State was such a football school then and not a great basketball school that they allowed them to think that way. But they also had Joe involved in helping to negotiate the CFA deals. He knew where it was going. Pitt didn't. And for eight years, Pitt had its cake, and, and they were able to eat it, too, where they probably felt really great about Look, we're in the Big East for basketball. Great move. Dave Gavitt, another great visionary. But, and then, of course, they get to play Penn State in football every year as an independent. And then they completely got caught. That's the first time Pitt got caught. Misgaged completely the television landscape. 
as to where the money was going to be made. It's completely misgaged it. It's going to be in football, primarily with men's basketball as a supplement. And then when Penn State said we're going to go to the Big Ten, you're going to do what? Where Penn State insured its financial stability with a rock-solid financial organization in the Big Ten for decades and decades to come, and suddenly Pitt was left in a scramble mode because, again, they completely missed the boat on the two major items of intercollegiate athletics in the 90s. There, excuse me, in the 80s. There were three major things in the 80s that set up the model for intercollegiate athletics for decades to come. Pitt hit one and completely missed the other two. And the two they missed on were both football-related. They hit it a home run in the Big East. But by not joining the All-Sports Conference of Penn State, they completely missed on football. And when Penn State joined the Big Ten, Pitt had one of those uh uh-oh moments. Penn State played it right and is set up long-term. Pitt's administration in the 80s didn't, and because they didn't see the big picture and didn't understand where the money in intercollegiate athletics was coming from, TV for football, they missed. And because and all Pitt can do is blame Penn State for not playing them. And that's Where not right. Grove, Sunbury, and Lewisburg turn first for news. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Well, really, you need to kick back for the weekend. Go to Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and out every day. That pickle bar, second to none. Love the dills, love the barrels at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We now bring in the sage of all sages. My brother, about to get married. groom to be. You got it, man. I just hit a super big win, man. It's still counting. 400 million credits. Okay, I won't play what we're on. Yeah, I get married and... First, I thought uh-huh. you were saying the superfecta from the Derby from last week. I mean, go there for a <laughs> no, second. No, I don't bet anymore. I just play the game, so <laughs> that's my way. I don't win any money. I just pay to play. <laughs> so, um, Terrific. Yeah, this is my last weekend as a single man, and I'll be married next weekend. So, wow. I got marriage license yesterday. It's really simple, short, and sweet. It's going to take five minutes, so... We're doing it in Claire's backyard. So, oh, so I mean, so are our gifts. 
<laughs> yeah, I already got it. Thank you. <laughs> that was well, really kind and thoughtful of both of you. <laughs> Sean, Sean and I came up with this uh, great, great gift idea. Uh, and we had to make a big choice between uh, you uh, giving you a gift and giving it to uh, Suit Light for his uh, graduation. And Suit Light's going to be getting these incredible heart candle holders. <laughs> 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 that you made <laughs> with a lot of love. <laughs> well, we we don't have to tell them who made them. <laughs> I could have sworn there was a sticker on the bottom that said "imported from Connecticut." <laughs> I bought them from China. <laughs> hey, I wrote a song, so. <laughs> we we have a uh, two hearts one flame song rap song. Great! I'll sing it next week. Can't we got to put it to music. I mean, We're going to do I mean, it to hammer music. I mean, so. is the wedding already over by the time we do the show next week? No, Saturday. Oh, it's Saturday. Yeah. See, for a second, then when you said you wrote a song, I was thinking, oh, I wonder if this is going to be for the wedding next weekend. Oh no! <laughs> All I'm going to say is I do. So, that's it. Great. Yeah. No, it's just short and sweet. It's not a. It's not an event or anything. It's just, it's in her backyard. You know where she lives, right? Yeah, I've been in her backyard. Yeah. 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 When were you in her backyard? You took me over there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Why did I take you over there? Because you wanted me to meet her. And she wasn't home. Oh, that's right. Wow. Man, I'm losing it, huh? She's probably only got one good year with me. That's it. <laughs> 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 Terrific! Yeah, that's really that's a great way to think. Well, no, I don't. Re I, now I remember doing that. But you met her here, and then you met yeah. her at the ball game. We went to the ball game. Yeah, um, can I? Yeah, can I, and then yeah, Kathy can, met her at the house. Yeah, Kathy met her. So, yeah. oh, you yeah, guys I'll have see. seen a lot of her, and then you're going to see a lot of her in a couple weeks. So, yeah, exactly. Man, I am winning big time here. I should talk to you guys more often. Man. <laughs> so. I'll have to get no, back to you on that one. Really, Tim, we're going to live there, so now i got a dilemma. So, um, would you be mad if I rented out the house? No, what do I care? <laughs> well, I don't know. You used to live there. I know I own it. You, you, you got your money for it, but I, I, I don't know what to do, so... I hate well, to have you it think just sit there. Oh, do uh, what you think is right. Who cares? I'm not attached. Okay. So what do you think is... <laughs> I told myself a joke. Anyway, what do you think of James Harding last night? Uh, typical of the current day ESPN makes a star and the star doesn't isn't really a star. That is just fascinating. Do you think he threw the game? No, nope, I just think he's just not—he's not, not primetime guy. 
Wow. He t- only took two shots, two two-point shots. Yeah, but you know, yeah, but think about this, though. Look, to me, to look at last night, you've got to look at Game 5. Yeah, last, I was bad then, too. In the last nine minutes of Game 5, and I'm talking about the final four minutes of regulation and then the five minutes of overtime, when the game was on the line, he did nothing. Right. Do and, you think... Do you think part of it, and I, I really, I'm really into the mental end of sports. I really believe in the theory that sports and athletics, and I don't care if it's working out, whatever you do, is 75% mental and 25% physical. And I think these other teams are looking at Golden State and looking at Cleveland and saying, you know what, we don't have a chance against them. And I think they kind of give up. You know, they play really well. Well, they didn't play well at home last night. But the um, like the Celtics series, you know, they play in Washington. Washington blows the Celtics out. They play in Boston. Boston blows the Washington out. You know, why is there no consistency? There aren't any close games. It's just all blowouts. And it's like they're happy to be there because they know they're not going to be there much longer. Do you think that's true? Uh, I, I just... I think that what you have is that you have a bunch of guys that are really, really good players. Mm-hmm. But there are very few absolutely great players. And I think yep. the ESPN is so desperate to have people feel that when they're watching them, that they're seeing people that transcend time and eras, that they're now part of us, that we've got our Babe roots. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is, is that we don't. Uh, no, LeBron, Le- maybe LeBron, three good players. LeBron James transcends uh, everything. Okay. Yeah. I mean, LeBron James transcends any era, any time, anywhere. Okay. I believe he's the best player yeah. ever. So. Well, I think he, I think he's one of the twenty best. I think there's everybody brings different skills to the table. I think we're now at the point where the sports is so deep in terms of the years that have now gone by, decades and decades. I think now you have to have a pool that's great and can't name one great. I mean, mean, Bill Russell did things that LeBron James can't do. LeBron James does some things that Bill Russell couldn't do. They both do things that are great that the other guy can't do. Uh, And I I think that... Go ahead. No, when Russell played there, I don't think you can compare, um, you know, that far back. It was a different game, you know. It, It was... It wasn't played above the rim as much as it is right now. It, there weren't as many teams. The playoffs weren't as long as they were. They didn't play as many games. You know, I don't. I don't think Russell's competition was anything near what um, LeBron James's competition is. Um, his what in terms of competition? Was I mean, Will he, Chamberlain. Yeah, but you got to remember though, fewer teams meant that there were other players that were playing. 
in the Eastern League and things like that because only the creme de la creme were in the NBA. You don't oh, have a, yeah, you don't have a true. night you don't have a night where LeBron James goes up against the Orlando Magic and a guy that wouldn't have been in the NBA in the in the '60s is now playing in the NBA now. Yeah, because there's a lot of teams. It's diluted. Yeah, you're right. I get it. Uh, I mean, so uh, every every era is different. Uh, yeah. I think guys, a guy like Crosby would be, would have been great 40 years ago. A guy like Orr would be great now. A guy like James is, would be great 40 years ago. He's great now. James Harden is really good now. He'd be a decent player 30 years ago. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, if you know, if you told me I had to have a choice between James Harden. And Dennis Johnson, I'd take Dennis Johnson. Really? Good shooter, good role player, excellent passer, great defender. I mean, Dennis Johnson was a great defender. James Harden can't play defense to save his soul. Because he doesn't want to, he's lazy. He looks lazy on the court. Well, I was just curious. When I hear a superstar like that only takes two shots in a closeout game... I'm really curious as to, you know, do you want the ball or not? I mean, great players want the ball. Replacement well, players, the movie, you got to yeah. want the ball, you know? Right. I love exactly. that movie. <laughs> yeah. No, it's an excellent movie. I, I like the movie, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I think that's absolutely right. You, you, got, you have to want the ball at that moment. And, you're right. You know, it doesn't mean you're going to hit it every time, but Bird no. wanted the ball. No. Or wanted and the if puck. your fans are watching and your best player misses a shot, you can you can swallow that. You can't swallow it if he doesn't shoot. You know, I, I don't know why he did what he did. Um, it, it, I just I don't believe in conspiracies and stuff like that. But I find it very strange that a shooting machine like him only takes two shots. It was, it was crazy, but again, we're we're just we're in a really odd era right now, where there is such a desperation to assign greatness in well, order to get they, in order to get us interested in it. See, I think it's all part of the publicity machine. Harden's a re- really good player. Okay, he's a really good. When he was at Arizona State, I voted him a first team All American. So I've always felt wow. he was a really good player. Yeah. All right. But he is not a player that transcends eras. He's just a really good player, and he's not. And he's not. He, he's, he's not what they build him up to be. Players jumping team to team, and that's the only thing. Well, I yeah, don't but no, like he got, he got traded. And, no, and, yeah, but he got traded. Harden got traded. Oh, I know that, but it, it's. Uh, I'm not even referring to that. I'm, I'm kind of like changing the subject a little with Golden State and Cleveland. You know, let's pick the three best players we can find, and we'll make a team. You know that that's like a, a pickup game now, and that's they're so much better than the rest of the league. It's a joke. And Golden State, I mean, they're frigging they're loaded. They've got so much talent on that team; they can win when a superstar can't play. It's and it dilutes the league. Hockey, on the other hand, is great. Hockey is just... I'm rooting hard for Pittsburgh, so... I love Crosby. 
Yeah, I was waiting. Yeah, I was waiting to hear from. I was waiting to hear from you earlier this week with uh, some of those close games between the the, the Pens and the Cavs. Just making sure I was still alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew you were rooting. I, um, I keep. I watch them the second night because I fall asleep. I get home, you know. But see, that's not going to happen anymore because I won't be traveling at night. I'll be at home at night right away. I won't be, you know. You guys ever play trivia crack? Oh, I love trivia. I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> now, Steve probably doesn't have any idea what that is. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it, oh, trivia crack's excellent. It's a game you can we, yeah. we play every night for like an hour and a half. There, it's actually an app. There's an app for that. You can play it on your phone. It's a video game you can play on your phone. You can play it on online, too. Do you have it's that on your fun. phone, Kevin? Yeah, I do. I, I haven't played it in a while, but it, it it is addicting. It is. Yeah, yeah. Every night we play. It's a fun the game. Sports questions. Some are like softballs, you know, simple. And the others. What was the one last night? I mean, this one was tough. Uh, it yeah. would have challenged you, Steve. It, it, it was a tough one. It was. Uh, I forgot. Two. Yeah, I think the game's been <laughs> out for about two years. It was one of the. It was one of the top apps in, in the world for a while. Um, really? Yeah. And there was another game that I played before trivia crack, trivia crack called Song Pop. Where you, Song you, Pop. Yeah, it's kind of. Like, it was kind of like name that tune. You, you had, you, really? Yeah, you hear the notes and then it's you compete against other people as to how fast you can pick the the song title. Oh, that sounds cool. Song pop. Song pop. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. a fun one, too. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. So, yeah. Oh, Steve, you'd love trivia crack. They have um, science questions, history questions, um, geography, uh, arts, sports, and, and you spin a wheel. And whatever it lands on, that's what the question's going to be. And then you have to get, it's called crowned, and you have to win each one of those. And then you beat your opponent. You can play people online. You can play family members. It's fun. So, oh, man, I forgot the question. Yeah, I remember with Trivia Crack, you could tap into all your Facebook friends. You could, you can, uh, you know, play against yep. your, yeah, people you friend yeah, on you Facebook for Trivia yeah. Crack. Yep. Fun game. Oh, I'll figure out that sports. It was one of the toughest sports questions there was. It was just like, oh, I know. How many all-pro games did Brett Favre play in? You mean Pro Bowl? Yeah, Pro Bowl games did Brett Favre play in. And they're very specific. Not make, play in. No, I know. I I was going to say four. No. No, more than did that. He play in, did he play? Uh, it was more than that he played in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. I, I figured it was very. I figured it was very few because they always like uh, everybody comes he, up with that mysterious hip pointer right before the uh, Pro Bowl. Oh, I feel a twinge. Yeah. Well, no, a lot of guys like Brady. How many Pro Bowls has he made? But he's in the Super Bowl. He can't play. Right. So the question was, how many did he play in? You know. Right. You're like, oh wow, that's tough, you know. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's that's uh, what Jack, we do every night, and then I head Jack home when played, we're done. So. Jack played in, I think, I'll, I want to say nine of them. Wow! Out of his twelve years, that's amazing. That's when the yeah. Pro Bowl was good too. Oh yeah. Good now, yeah. Uh, it's. They have a lot of questions with Manning, um, 
Brady, Favre, yeah. and um, yeah. uh, New Orleans. Um, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. And, and they're tough. You know, you're like, wait a minute. Now, Manning broke Brees' record, but then Brees broke Favre's record. And you got 15 seconds to answer the question. And you're like, right. I know this answer, but then, you know. And Brees, right Brees broke Johnny Unitas' record for most consecutive games with a touchdown pass, you know. Yeah. And, and, let's, and stuff let's like see, that. And, and Manning, Manning broke. Uh, Dan Marino's touchdown record in the season, but then Brady broke that. Right. Yeah. It, it goes back and forth, and and almost, and that's just sports. The geography is real good. The si- Claire is a expert on the science. She gets, you know, what's H two double Z Z E E mean? I'm like, I don't Sounds know. Sounds like you're calling H2 a play. Double O Z Z E E. Sounds like you're calling a play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a really cool game. It's we play it every night. We play against uh, her sisters, and there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, it's been so, a while since I've played it. I, if I probably go into the app now on my phone, they probably completely revamped it and updated it. One day, one day, a quarterback club. Well, Bill we'll see Bryan. if we can hook Bill you up. We'll play you too. We'll play anyone, and we play <laughs> to win. We're in it to win it. Sounds so, familiar. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm getting geared up for next season already. So well, I'm. We're gonna I, do I, it. I, I I play for fun. No, <laughs> yeah, we play to win. <laughs> that's only fun if you win. <laughs> we play for fun too. <laughs> that's that's how I felt she when I got my for fun. I play to win. Oh, I get one wrong. If I get a sports question wrong, I'm like. Mm. I'm biting my lip. I'm like, oh, man. Well, Sean was out there at the golf course with me. He sees how we play. We play to win. Right, Sean? Yeah. Yeah. When it was time to hunker down, you guys communicated and got it done and was able to get the six under par. Yeah. So we did did fine. Six under par? Yeah. I got my my gift card the other day, which is good. Oh, that was the... Oh, that was your shortest to the pin prize? Awesome. Yes. Cool. You shot six under par? As a team. As, as a team. Even as a team. What did you personally shoot? What happens is, is you take everybody, you take uh, all four of us drive. Yeah. Then we take whomever has the best shot. Then the other three pick up, put it where that we okay. perceive the best yeah. shot to be. It's called a scramble. Yeah. Yeah, scramble. Then, yep. then I got closest to the pin. I'm, I don't know, what was it, 14? You were on 14, and you were 8 inches from the cup. Wow. Holy moly. Yeah, we almost saw history last Wednesday, Kev. It was terrific. Yes, yeah, terrific shot. Wow. Would you want a car or something? That was, was that, that, was, that was the hole before. That was the 25, uh, 25 grand. The hole before was, was for yeah. that. Wow. I, I believe so. Was Man, you've gotten really, really good. We used to Blind play game. all the time. Remember playing at Cape Cod? In the fog. Oh, yeah. That was fun. At the Concord Hotel. And, yeah, oh, we played all the time, as much as we could play. Yeah. Yeah. I still got the same clubs. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the, you know what? Um, that's where the big change has been for me. A, I'm the playing club. a lot more. But I went out yeah. and I got a club fitting. And uh, and so the the clubs are weight balanced and height balanced to me, 
and the way they're set up are to me because when you do the club fitting, you also they go through a series of swings with you, and where are you striking the ball on the club? And it really, it probably knocked the whole thing, probably six to eight shots off my game around. Wow. Yeah. Or do you have titanium heads? I have modern clubs. <laughs> I've got clubs from this decade. <laughs> that helps. No, titanium heads. Isn't yeah, that modern? I, yeah. I mean, I've got everything. I've got, you know, it's, everything's, I have is really, really nice. So I, wow, I got, good for I got you. really lucky. Yeah, really lucky. I got a set of Cobras, Cobra clubs. Yep. Yeah, good for you, man. I'm yeah. mine. I don't cripe. I got like the old wooden things, and <laughs> I don't. Know, I think that they're rotted out now. Kevin, I you have a, go you out. Have, and... you, you have a chutter? <laughs> the chutter? <laughs> oh, dude, oh, the sore subject. <laughs> oh. Nobody said he had old school woods. <laughs> well, we we have we have. Uh, oh, a ch- that. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> okay, the suit. Has in his bag. It's half putter, half chipper. So he calls it a chutter. He's the only he's the only guy that I know that roots for us as a team to be short of the green so we can use his club. His I said chutter. Yes. I said, you know, I don't know about the rest of you. I'd rather putt and be like near the hole. So we were on, I don't know, what was it, par three we are on? What was it, the second or third hole? Right. Sean? Mm-hmm. And he, he's at shutter time, and he knocked it, I don't know, what was he, 12 feet from the hole? Out so the- I walked up, <laughs> I don't know, the sand wedge, and I knocked it with a foot. We tapped in. I said, there's chutter and there's cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. you got to take me out and play the next time you're here. Oh. Well, I look forward to it. All right, so now we're T-minus eight days to marital bliss. Your home for the Phillies. News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. This is WKOK Sunbury.